the business savvy singer. Hey there, and welcome to the Business Savvy Singer podcast. I'm Dr. Greta Pope, and I'm so glad that you're here. This podcast is dedicated to vocalists and to those who love them. We interview singers who are working professionally to get a glimpse into their lives and celebrate their personal journey to success. Join us weekly to learn how to move your career forward. Get tips and recommendations to help you realize the career of your dreams. You're listening to the Business Savvy Singer Podcast, brought to you by the privatemusicstudio.net, providing online education to build sustainable careers in music, Eternal Wolf Music, producing audio for every need, Ed Wimp, your attorney at law, Sound Mind Studios, recording noteworthy history, Open Mind Records, where creativity runs free. Cultural arts everywhere, positively impacting the world through creativity. And Greta Pope Entertainment, for the finest in entertainment. Many thanks to the Michigan Gateway Community Foundation for their generous grant to support the Cultural Arts Everywhere Southwest Michigan programming. Hey there, and welcome to the fourth season of the Business Savvy Singer podcast. We're so glad that you're here. This season of the podcast features interviews with professional singers of all genres and backgrounds, in addition to featuring experts who provide ancillary services to singers. Join us each week for great information to move your career forward. We have listeners in more than 35 countries. We are partnering with the National Association of Teachers of Singing on their NatsCast network. And we are having a lot of fun educating, entertaining, and encouraging singers everywhere. What an honor to be able to chat with singers and with those who provide services and support to singers. We thank you, our listeners, for your loyalty, your questions, suggestions, and comments. It's been a pleasure getting to know so many of you over the years. Please continue to keep in touch with us. We love hearing from you. Here's to season number four. Hey there, and welcome to the Business Savvy Singer podcast. I'm sitting outside today in Florida. It's a lovely, lovely day. So you may hear birds chirping or even cars passing by. But I just wanted to to be out of doors and and, uh, enjoy the weather today. I've received many uh, emails, communications from singers about how do you know when you need a manager or what is involved with getting a manager, or what exactly does a manager do? So we're going to talk about that today. Uh, There seems to be a huge interest in in understanding, uh, you know, and and our mission here is to, to educate singers and to help 
everyone find their way and make the right decisions about their career. So we're going to talk about managing the artist. One of the most important decisions that an artist is faced with is whether or not to engage a personal manager. If the artist chooses to work with a personal manager, that manager becomes the single most important person in the artist's professional life. A good personal manager can expand an artist's career to its maximum potential, while a bad one can rocket the artist into absolute oblivion. So what exactly is a manager's job? What should the artist expect from a manager? A personal manager provides advice and direction to the development of the artist's career. A manager is the artist's personal representative. He or she is a planner, an advisor, an organizer, a strategist, an overseer, a manipulator when needed, a coordinator, a detailed person, a traveling companion, and a friend. The manager's job is to follow through on anything and everything that will further the artist's career. The manager is the only other person besides the artist that is involved with all aspects of the artist's career. One way to view the artist-manager relationship is that the artist is the corporation and the manager is the CEO of that corporation. A manager should be honest with the artist and encourage the artist to also be honest with him or her with regard to what the artist needs and interests might be. There are several ways that the manager-artist relationship can work. Does the artist need and or want total management or is a limited management relationship more comfortable and appropriate? So we're going to talk a little bit about those uh, categories of management. And I also want to tell you that I am reading from my book, Music, Money, and You, Managing the Business. And this is a um, chapter on entertainment management. So to find out more about entertainment management, to learn more just about uh, your career in general, Music, Money, and You, Managing the Business by Dr. Greta Pope is available on Amazon and at booksellers nationwide. So let's get into this. Does the artist need or want total management or is a limited management relationship more comfortable and appropriate? So let's talk about total management. This manager handles every aspect of the artist's career, including interacting with musicians, lawyers, accountants, marketing people, venue owners, and others. The duties also include developing the artist's image, performance material, marketing materials, etc. So this manager does everything for the artist. And when you um, look at major artists, they have total management, someone who is handling everything for them. And their job is to get out there and perform. Okay, then we have the category of limited management. This manager handles only the things that the artist requests. For example, the artist may wish to hire and interact with his or her own accountant and lawyers, 
or the artist may want to work directly with the musicians. So the manager would not handle those things. This is often the case with an artist who is just starting out when there is not enough money generated to warrant the manager's involvement in every aspect of the business. Once the artist becomes busy, the manager can then take over those duties. The manager must always strive to create a feeling of trust within the artist-manager relationship. If handled properly, this relationship can and should last for many years, culminating in real friendship and high regard between the artist and the manager. A manager is not expected, nor is he, she, required to provide any financial assistance to the artist. A manager is not a booking agent and, by law, is not authorized to procure employment on the artist's behalf unless he or she has an agent's license. If the manager does not have an agent's license, he or she must secure an agent to find work for the artist. The things that the manager may do for the artist are locate and contact with venues, contract with them, for showcases where the artist can perform to gain experience and begin to develop a following. This is a first step on the road to success. It is important that the venue be appropriate for the artist. Will the artist's following be comfortable coming to see the artist at this venue? An upscale audience with fancy vehicles might not be comfortable going to a venue in a questionable area with no secure parking. It is important to consider who is this artist following and who would we like the artist following to be? Who are we trying to attract? Where would they be willing to come to see this artist? The manager selects musicians along with a road manager, staff, and tech crew. He or she, along with the artist, also select the material to be performed. Locating rehearsal space and scheduling rehearsals is also part of the manager's job. The manager handles all aspects of preparing for the performance. Now, of course, if I sa- as I said, if the, if the performer is not in a financial position for the manager to do these things, then the performer would do these things for him or herself. The manager plans and publicizes the artist's performances and showcases, as well as identifies and negotiates the contract or agreement with the performance venue. The contract is usually a simple document that states the following things. Who are the parties to the contract? They would be the manager, the artist, the venue, and the venue representative, perhaps. What is the location of the performance? Street address. General description of the performance. Maybe you might want to know how many seats are in the performance. Is it in the round, or is it, you know, what kind of a of a theater is it? Or is it a theater? Is it a ballroom? What? Just a general description of the performance space. And then a general description of the performance. Uh, what kind of thing is it? Is it a spoken word performance? Is it a, uh, a vocal performance? Uh, does it have live musicians? Uh, does it use backing tracks? Um, just general things. Is it American songbook or is it rap or is it country? You know, general things about the performance. It would also include the duration of the performance. 
How long is the performer going to be performing? Is it one hour? Is it three hours? Is it 20 minutes? What fee will be paid to the artist? That needs to be clear. And when is the fee due? Is a deposit due with a contract signature? When is the balance due? To whom should the check be made? The date of the performance, the time of the performance, the number of performers, description of the performers. There's a bass player and a pianist and an accordion player. Statement regarding merchandise sales. This is important. Is it okay to sell CDs? Is it okay to sell whatever your merchandise may be, T-shirts or whatever? That's an important thing to know ahead of time. And then you also want to know, does the venue take a percentage of the revenue from your merchandise sales? Important. You want to identify the location of the merchandise stations and the number of merchandise stations to be made available to the artist. And sometimes that's determined by the number of people that will be attending the venue or the number of seats in the venue. Successful artists will often have a contract writer, which provides more detail than the contract itself. The contract writer should include any special requests made by the artist, such as adequate dressing room space or meals to be provided. It can also include equipment needs and load-in information. Uh, Signatures from the artist and or artist representative manager and the venue representative make the contract and the contract writer legally binding. So you want to, you know, you want to know specific things. You, you know, as you're walking into a venue, you want to have some idea of what you're going to encounter. You know, perhaps your stage setup, where, you know, is your keyboard going to be and where are your drums going to be and, and where are you as the vocalist going to be? Um, you, you want to know those things. Uh, the signatures on a rider and on a contract indicate that all parties agree to comply with the conditions set forth in the contract and the rider. These agreements serve as guidelines, ensuring a smooth experience for everyone involved. After locating and contracting with the venue, the manager would then proceed with marketing the performance showcase. So often, management will offer their artists and their fans internet exposure before uh, a performance. Um, Some management companies have been able to tie their artists into major corporate websites, giving great exposure to their clients. These websites will allow fans to interact with the artist via email. Corporations benefit because the artist's fans are drawn to the websites and as a result, learn more about the products and services of that corporation. This practice also allows the manager to benefit from having fan email addresses for target marketing purposes. So these are, you know, these are all important things and you want to be thinking about these things ahead of time. So we'll talk a little bit about the artist's website. You know, it is, it is really important that the artists have a business website. Uh, It's very common for potential clients, agents, promoters, etc. to visit the artist's website for information. It's the manager's job to identify a good webmaster and oversee the building of a comprehensive website for the artist. 
where fans can find basic biographical information. They can access the artist's schedule of performances. They can hear audio clips, see photos, and view videos. This website should offer fans a means of communicating with the artist and allow fans to become part of the artist's mailing list. And, you know, the, the mailing list is really, really an important thing. Um, you want, you know, social media is a wonderful thing. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of those things are really important. However, if the algorithms of those social media platforms are changed, you may lose contact with some of your followers or some of the people that you're connected with. A mailing list allows you to build something that belongs to you. And there are a number of companies that uh, will allow you to, uh, for a fee, of course, build a large mailing list. And you can segment your mailing list and just a lot of, uh, a lot of things that are very helpful. So when you're going to be doing a, a concert, you can reach out to the people in that city, in that region, you know, or perhaps uh, people who like that particular style of music or whatever. You can reach out to them and directly say, I'm going to be at this particular place on this date at this time. Here's a link to purchase tickets. So, um, you know, an, an email list is an extremely important thing. Um, your website, of course, should function as a business center where fans, agents, event planners, prospective bookers, media press can get complete information about you. Having an engaging and comprehensive website saves time for the artist and for the manager. When the artist is contacted through the website, the inquirer already has a great deal of information and is very possibly ready to book the artist. A website requires action on the part of the inquirer in that they must make an effort to go to the artist's website. So uh, for this reason, it's also good to put into place a means of reaching out to fans. And, and that's what, what we were talking about just a moment ago. The, the email communication is crucial. And by having an email list at your engagements, you know, on your merchandise table, just, you know, do you want to know where we're going to be next? Do you want to follow our career let us have your email address, and we promise we will not spam you with any icky things, um, but we will just keep you up to date. And then you have to be true to your word with not sending a lot of things that are, you know, that the, the person may not be interested in. Um, you know, you want to keep them abreast of your performances, activities, and accomplishments. This helps fans feel close to you and allows them to offer maximum support to you through attending performances, buying merchandise, and spreading the word about you. So these are just some of the things that an artist manager would do, a personal manager. You know, I, I have some friends who, um, the, the fellow is a blues singer, and his friend was a used car salesman, and they had gone to high school together. And the blues singer wasn't doing so well with his career. You know, people loved it when they came to see him, but he wasn't getting the uh, amount of work, the caliber of work that he wanted. And uh, his friend uh, was a used car salesman, and they met at a, 
a high school reunion. They'd gone to school together, and they were just chatting, and they decided to go into business together. And they have done very, very well. They're booked all the time. They're touring, and uh, things are really good. So having that personal manager is a great thing, and it is something that becomes a friendship. You know, you know each other's families. You, you know a lot about each other, and you have a, a level of trust that allows you to work well together. So we will continue this conversation on a future episode of the Business Savvy Singer podcast. But I really encourage you, uh, if you are at that point in your career and you are looking to expand, having someone who can help you on a part-time basis, if you're not able to go with a full-time manager, a friend, a sibling, a parent, whomever, that can help you and do some of these things for you because it becomes very, very difficult to manage everything. As the artist, we're learning new music, we're learning lyrics, we're doing all kinds of things. And to have someone who's on your side and, and can support your efforts is really, really important. Wishing you much continued success. The Business Savvy Singer podcast is brought to you by the privatemusicstudio.net, providing online education to build sustainable careers in music, Eternal Wolf Music, producing audio for every need, Ed Wimp, your attorney at law, Soundmind Studios, recording noteworthy history, Open Mind Records, where creativity runs free, Cultural Arts Everywhere, positively impacting the world through the arts. And Greta Pope Entertainment, for the finest in entertainment. The Business Savvy Singer Podcast is brought to you by the privatemusicstudio.net, Eternal Wolf Music, and Greta Pope Entertainment. Let us know if you know of a singer who is having great success in the music business. We'd love to share their story and their journey on this podcast. Send your emails to info at gretapope.com. We've had a great time with you today. See you next time on the Business Savvy Singer Podcast. The Business Savvy Singer. Singer.